Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We're starting off the second half of the show, the only show in the country with three halves. We appreciate you listening and all that you do for us, telling people about the program. That's why this show is growing by leaps and bounds. It is because of you. Amy Beth Shaver is here. So is Allison Sinclair. All the guys, Sky, Big Dave, Jeeves, Petroff, everybody making sure that we broadcast to over half the people of the state of Alabama. And we've got a guest on. I don't know that I'm going to uh, admit that I know him. I'm, his his wife is a very very nice lady, but uh, <laughs> but but Tony will do in a pinch. Tony Cooper, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, uh, good morning, Scott. You guys scared me kind of in your promo at top of the hour talking about aliens and naked men. But uh, <laughs> you know. welcome it's to the show, Tony. Man, I mean, uh, Speaking of aliens and naked men, Tony Cooper joins us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Aliens is one thing, but you know, ne- you know, me, me, me being naked is scary. And anyway, it's, it's, well, it's, you should uh, stick around now, because the true story of the naked man in Leeds at Bass Pro Shop is really yeah. scary. Just, yeah, just, really. just listen, hey, Scott. I appreciate you mentioning my wife. She wanted me to tell you. Uh, that yeah, she she did vote for you, but I don't know it didn't much didn't do much good because I canceled <laughs> out her vote. So. Yeah, I know you did. Aww, I'm not sure you're sweet. good. Uh, you, you know, I don't know if I trust your judgment. Hey, hand the phone to her. Tony, how are you, buddy? It's been a while. Oh, you know, it's, it's it's been been too long, Scott. I'm 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 doing well. I'm a, you know uh, I'm I've turned into to an old fat guy, and uh, but uh, uh, enjoying life. I as you know, I, I retired. Uh, as executive director from Jimmy Hill Mission back in 2020. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, four years ago this month, and you know, and really enjoyed 30 years of, of being you know in, in Christian ministry and the nonprofit there, and and so uh, didn't handle retirement very well. You know, uh, you know, I, I saw retired from retirement, and uh, uh, <laughs> I'm serving on. I won't bore you with all of I'm serving on several nonprofit boards and. And uh, and continuing to uh, you know uh, to uh, assist uh, uh, the mission on certain projects, got a brand new director who's doing a great job. Uh, uh, I'm with a foster coalition. I'm on the board there. We're helping you know uh, churches develop foster care ministries. Anyway, other things. But uh, right now, uh, matter of fact, there's a press release coming out today. I've decided to join. Uh, Jerry Wilkins' campaign for U.S. Congress uh, as his campaign chair, and <laughs> and so uh, it's kind of a, a new venture for me. Um, I've never, as, as being a nonprofit, we kind of had to stay clear, you know, of endorsements and getting involved in right, the political right. process per se. But now, as a, as an individual, uh, I've been, I've known uh, Jerry uh, for years. Uh, served on uh, with Mission Increase on a nonprofit board with him. He's a man of uh, again, a kind of a part of a part of Jerry because he's a man of faith, of family, and freedom. That's kind of the three main things. Uh, and so he and I share Judeo-Christian values, and and I, I'm I'm really uh, I'm excited to to get behind and support him uh, during in his campaign uh, for Congress. And it's very interesting uh, when when I was in the army, uh, right when I got out, I was going to go to college and I was going to go to law school. And then I was going to get into the field of politics, and so that God sent me in a different direction, and you know, and um, and, and enjoyed <laughs> life there. 
I was. I was that's probably good for your. That's probably good for your soul, Tony, because you went attorney <laughs> and in politics. That's uh, you be heading the wrong. It gets hotter every step. <laughs> I was. I was coming home one day after work. Uh, we lived in Gardendale, and you know, it was in your district there at the time, and and uh, was pumping gas at the the station, and I'm, you know, I'm just standing there, and a lady starts to pull out in a car, and she stops, and I'm going. Do I know this lady? And she looks at me and she says, "Sir, you either got to be a preacher or a politician." So I, I don't know what motivated that, but now I'm kind of you know dipping my toe in in the the, the not as not as running but supporting the campaign of, of Jerry Wilkins. And so just wanted to appreciate you guys having us on. I'm really looking forward to a, a good campaign. And, uh, and I'm so happy to be endorsing uh, him and his campaign for U.S. Congress. So nice. what are the reasons, Tony, did you decide to support Jarek? Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the one. I know him as an individual. Okay, I know he's, he's a, you know, we certainly believe in Judeo-Christian values, which are certainly most of our Alabama conservative values. Uh, I know he's, he's a man of integrity. He's, 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 he's. You know, he's always honest, and he's a man of his word. And, you know, I'm an old guy, and, and when I was I was raised, you know, that your word needs to be your bond. And, you know, and they say what you mean, mean what you say. But I know uh, Jerry's character. I've known him for years. He's, you know, he's been a, a successful businessman. He, you know, he, he knows about business. He knows about leadership. And uh, he has a commitment to philanthropy. And also, you probably know he's just uh, authored a book called Unshackling Democracy, which talks about embracing term limits, which he's very strong. No matter of fact, um, he, you know, he's only agreeing to serve for six years, three terms. So he's going to kind of practice what he preaches there and uh, and, and helping citizens and uh, getting, getting, you know, the government hopefully back under the where citizens are more involved instead of having career politicians, you know, having people come that, that can identify and appreciate and truly, you know, they're called representatives for a reason and truly represent uh, the district. And um, uh, he believes in putting Alabama first. And uh, you ought to see his, his his plan, a detailed plan for addressing the southern border crisis. Uh, if you ever go to his website, and that's just an impressive, he, he, he's, he's for ta tackling inflation, you know, um, you know, and, and then uh, he's a man of action. And so, uh, those are those some of the reasons that I'm getting uh, behind him and and getting involved in his campaign. I'm excited about it and looking forward to it. Very good, hey, Tony. Have you supported any? There's a couple other people in this race. Um, and I guess this is the race for the sixth congressional district. Uh, Congressman Palmer's in there, and. Uh, Ken McFeeders. Ken McFeeders, who's, who's been on the program. Have you supported either of the other candidates in the past? And or is this really, really kind of your first foray into... Well, this, um, well no, I've, being, being, again, now, on an individual basis, you know, I've, you know, I've, I certainly go to the polls and, and vote. Yes, but sir. as far as getting... Uh, and I've always... A Republican, uh, voted Republican. I've been uh, I've, I've been a Republican all my life. I mean, I'm an old guy now. Um, uh, at, at 18 years old, when I first registered uh, to vote, I was from Pensacola, Northwest Florida, which is kind of like Lower Alabama, if you will, in the way we think, the way we live, and 
And so I've been Republican all my life, and so uh, I've always voted Republican in the past, and um, and, and 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 certainly uh, uh, have have you know uh, have have supported uh, the Republicans the, that that were running in the past. And so uh, now I think I, I kind of believe in, in in a fresh approach. You know, I, uh, one of the things uh, Jerick is is against is kind of a career politician. You know, and and so uh, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think sometimes for some, and you look at like at the the Congress approval or disapproval is like eighty four percent. You know, so apparently you have people going and kind of settling in, and they forget what they're supposed to be doing in representing people. And you know, instead of that becoming a career, and then you know being able to you know to go in average and and, and leave wealthy. Uh, they they kind of forgot what it's to representing the people and so uh, but now to your question I really have you know being with a nonprofit I never publicly got involved you know in anybody's campaign other than uh, you know privately going to the polls and and, and supporting the Republican Party. I got you, Tony. We appreciate you, brother, and we and wish you all the the best in your endeavor and in in, um, in the campaign. And uh, tell Miss Cooper that I appreciate her tremendously. <laughs> hey, so, hey, now this is just between uh, just between us because I mean, you know you know just between us. Hey, yeah. uh, Scott, uh, I, I love you and I appreciate you. God bless. Yeah, you. Same, same <laughs> to you, buddy. Take care, man. God bless you. See you soon. Thank you. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, he told me years ago. He's like, "Hey, my wife voted for you," and I was like, "Thanks." And then you're like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" But uh, yeah, and Tony did great work over at the Jimmy Hell Mission for yeah, all those did. years. Built it up to what it is today. Did he start? I think he was the first executive director. Yeah. Wow. They did really good work. Yep. And then Jesse's place also, um, place for women and children. So. Good stuff. He's done good stuff. This is interesting that he's gotten involved. Yeah, I just wonder how much, like, Gary Palmer, listening to him, you you got to be a man of your word. And Gary mm-hmm. Palmer, you know, said he was only going to serve five terms. And then, I guess, God told him he needed to serve six or seven or eight. Um, and so, I, I, I don't know what changed his mind. What do you think about, um, if you were going to run for Congress, which I think you should sometime. Run for office. Um, <laughs> I'd be late everywhere. You, yeah, well, that'd be okay because <laughs> they didn't okay. do anything important until you get there it's anyway. Fine. But um, would you would you say you were for term limits? I because I wonder now because I've always been for term limits. I term limited myself. Yeah. Um, just because I knew it was time to to leave, I don't know if it was some like, hey, when I get it this far out mm-hmm. in the future, I, mm-hmm. I will. When I ran for Congress that time, I said, hey, look, I'm for term limits um, because I think we need to get that done. Yeah. But then you kind of end up, okay, well, I'm for it. Nobody will pass it. I'll vote for it every time. I voted for it when we had the opportunity to support it in the legislature. Mm-hmm. But then you get, well, I mean, all I these think- other people I'm fighting aren't doing yeah, it, so I'll right. even they'll be there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what I would do or what I would say now. I see the, the argument, like um, Congressman Palmer's argument, which is in some ways a legitimate one that, 
you know, it takes a while to establish yourself to get in leadership positions. Especially where in the House. There's so many. Of there's them. so many. Just like, of like, course, like you just ants. pay for your seat. So that's right. the thing. It's not really right. something you earn. Mm-hmm. It's something that they make a donation to the NRCC. You get to be on that committee. And then, you know, it's just a cycle of support. Yeah. Hey, we'll pay for you to have that position as the chairman of that. But then you've got to support what they support. Lockheed or whatever special mm-hmm. interest they're wanting you to support. So, and but, you got to help whatever lousy congressman that the, the tippy top leadership is for. Right. So you're really raising money for, to help yes. the rhino. Some of the rhinos at times stay because they're not really out there to save. The establishment's not trying to save Barry Moore. Oh, no. Who is one of the best congressmen, <laughs> most conservative congressmen. It looks like they're trying to let him go. But it, term limits don't work unless everybody is term limited. And I can't remember who was on the show or where, maybe it was a discussion outside of this, but they were saying the only way you will pass, and this is true, if, if you're past term limits, everybody that's in Congress now has to get a pass. It's a pass. They're grandfathered mm-hmm. into the old system. They well, don't have to be term limited. Otherwise, they'll never put it out. Like it starts six years from now. You know, mm-hmm. longer right. than everybody says they're going to stay. Right. And we still couldn't get it passed. Because mm. yep. back in their minds, they think, and some of those people that were against it are, are still there. But think about how much would be solved if we had term limits. It would be, and if you took away the mistake that this is the best job some of these people have ever had. Yeah. Mm. And it's like Christmas every single well, day, everywhere you I mean, go. Look, when and you you're go the to center. Congress, who doesn't want that? When if you you're... go to Congress, they have special classes. Okay. Do they? Yes, and it's sometimes you can hear it on the the, the speaker. Can't tell okay. Serious or kidding? Okay. I'm like, oh. I'm anticipating. The congressional class on how to pick and trade stocks. Oh. <laughs> and they go to those classes and they learn. <laughs> And then they're just great at picking and <laughs> trading stocks. Oh, you mean like Robert Adderholt? Uh, we'll have that on the other side, just to make sure people didn't forget it from yesterday. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. This is Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver's here. <laughs> Allison's there. I'll aboard the 1819 News Express. There you go. Okay. Let's go out to the phone calls while we try to find our... Hilarious. Well, I mean, it's just a list. Well, you're right. They, that, the hilarious part, we'll press pause on that. But it's it's a list of just congressmen, congresswomen. Do we say that? No, it's just congressmen, men and women, who are excellent, excellent investors. And if only we could be like them and at the same time go to the border and stand indignantly and talk about all the in- <laughs> illegal aliens crossing our borders and oh my God, act now, <laughs> act now. Look away, well, look, well, away this, look away, look away. Really? <sighs> That's what happened, guys. Yeah, everybody, everybody has done their role out of Washington to kind of put on the back burner the Epstein list. Mm. Yes, sir. We had a couple of different things happen, which is odd. Look, I know it's odd. Every time there's just a really big negative black eye to be given to the establishment, you can almost bet there's going to be a school shooting. No. School shooting, mall shooting, mass shooting of some kind. The Nephilim in Miami, apparently. Do you apparently. think that's why the aliens went to the mall and... <laughs> 
Miami, and they they surrounded it. Apparently, the biggest police presence anybody's and ever seen. And there was a school shooting that on the, the same day. And they went down to the border. Oh my gosh, Scott! Mm-hmm. Scott. That's a very good chance. <sighs> well, look, I was I was with some people last night, and they knew about the school shooting, but they had no idea that the that any of the Epstein list had been released. It's almost as if their plan was working. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But back to the investors before uh, we get to aliens, naked men. <laughs> Which might all go together. It I may don't all know. Be the, they may be the same. It's probably the same like the entities. same story. Yeah. But the investors were the congressman who outperformed. Was it the Dow Jones Industrial Average? Okay, so amazingly or was it the so. S- the it was S&P. S&P. Allison's got S&P. S&P. S&P 500. Okay. So that's what, explain, there, okay. If y'all don't follow uh, Unusual Whales on Twitter. I'm which, going to what, follow what Unusual weird Whales name. right now. Some of the, he does all the financial stuff that's happening whales. in Congress, the trading, and he kind of follows. And every year he comes out with a report oh of where these congressmen and women fall. And mm-hmm. this year, so I don't know, Scott, you used to do some trading. Mm-hmm. Can you interpret this for me? So he breaks it down, Republican and Democrat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. And yeah. he, he, I guess he does this, the, the average, like the stock's average. Right, if you the, were to S, invest. the S&P, the Standard & Poor's, you can, you can buy mutual funds that are indexed to that, and your return will be about where that is. It's the, kind of the overall market look. Which I thought the return for that actually the was pretty good. That's is, good. That is good. Right? It's really good. Really good. Yeah. And so, so that does really, really well, but... Multiple congressmen are way smarter than those professional traders and the people who, than, than the market in general. And we'll, we'll just point out a couple that you might. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. Mm. Mm. Dan Crenshaw. Now remember, the Standard Poor's is at 25%. Dan Crenshaw's investment returns 382 Wow. It could be a fluke. Okay, I mean, thirty-eight. Could be. I mean, thirty-eight. Just, we're the only one. Like, but that's 50% better than the market. Yes. So that's good. That's really good. But I'll give him, eh, okay. okay. Maybe, okay. I mean, you know, right, maybe, maybe he has a genius prodigy. Yeah, maybe he had a special way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it differently than others. What? Hey, he's a Uh-oh. good treasure hunter. Arr. <laughs> oh, hi, Messi. <laughs> But, but okay, oh, now gosh. I get it. Um, Robert Adderholt. No, 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 Ahoy, no, no. Macy. Before there, you get there, is there one before between? Oh no, no, no. No. Nancy no. Pelosi is still just above him. Okay, keep yes. going. She's an excellent thuggercrat, by the way. Robert Adderholt from Alabama. Yeah, nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could still do that. Ahoy, oh, Macy. No, he. <laughs> He quit wearing his. He did quit wearing the two, the double-breasted. He was more of a captain. <laughs> he was a captain. <laughs> Lovey, darling, could you please go back and get me some sandwiches? Double-breasted um, do y'all want to bet? Gold do you want to guess how well he did compared to the S and P five hundred? The S and P five hundred. 24.8, Okay, so twenty-five percent. You're saying how much better than mm-hmm. the market did mm-hmm. he do? Mm-hmm. Yes, I've uh, seen this. Dan Crenshaw did fifty percent better. I'm going to say that he did seventy-five percent better. Okay, seventy-five. I don't remember better. the number I saw, so I'm just yeah, literally I'm stab go in the dark. A hundred percent. 
A hundred percent better. He doubled. You're saying he well, doubled? No, I mean, that's insane. He, he did twice as well as the market? Well, I mean, that just seems insane to say, but I know mm-hmm. it's a really high number. What is it? It's slightly better than a hundred percent. So he's smarter 50, than 50, all those Wall Street 54 people. 54%. Sky's it? I mean, I know that's the kind of return Sky gets. Uh, but no. F- twice. Twice the S and P. That's astounding. Is Robert Adderholt? That's that's uh, very impressive. If he wasn't a congressperson, I'd, I'd be more impressed. If he wasn't a congressman, but but you know, in all honesty, he's not nearly as good as the best trader. Who's the best? I, I have a guy named. Okay. Brian Higgins. Okay, okay. Is that who you're going with, uh, Brian? Yeah, Higgins? I've read a little uh, uh, of this. It's, Do y'all want to guess how well Brian Higgins did? What his returns were? Where's he from? Somebody tell me. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Okay, Somebody I would say two hundred and twenty-two percent. Really? Two hundred and thirty-nine. Are you kidding? I just totally guessed. What the hell, County? <laughs> are you serious? What? Look. His returns are so good that it warps the whole little chart that they've put on the internet. You have to scroll <laughs> over to see the it end. the curve, man. That's stupid silly. Yeah, he's, he is he's, so, he's overdoing it. Okay. And They're he's gonna have twice to as in. smart as the smartest Republican. because the smartest Republican at least Republican he's like sort of good looking. Is like, Mark what is Green, his name? who's a Tennessee Higgins, guy. What's his yeah. name? From West Middle Tennessee. Just Brian Higgins. West Brian Higgins. of Nashville. Mark Green's supposed to be a great guy, but... Yeah, he Maybe a, he is, he but he's cheating the system. 122%. But is insider oh, trading, is it illegal? Marmy dude. You know, there Check ought to be a law out. against insider trading. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh, there is a law against it, isn't there? <laughs> Last time I checked, uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission frowns no. on that sort of didn't, thing. Didn't they send the super cooking lady to prison for... Uh, yeah, Martha Stewart. Yes. Got a little inside track. Martha. And, uh, yeah, probably was, some hot- she wasn't connected in the gubber bit, you know what I mean? So you're saying 238% or whatever it was. That That's illegal. And so he should be in prison? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying it's it's insider trading information is illegal. Unless you're a congressperson. Right. Do you get to 238% without, without doing it? Okay. Uh, the, 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 what could happen is the volume could be low. You hit one stock right and it does on, really, really well. Ahead. I'm just giving excuses. <laughs> I have questions, but he should open his own to... brokerage house. I'm man. Everybody call and think about Mark this. Green and Higgins I, I and ask Mark them Green. to manage Mark your Green. money. Okay, right now <laughs> we gotta take a break. We'll Seriously, be back. Seriously, everybody call. <laughs> Welcome back in the program, everybody. I apologize to any of the affiliates who I probably keep running over, and it's my bad. Sky's giving me good warnings. And I just had that last few words to say every single time. Let's go out to Eric the dog. Eric the dog, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Hola. 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 Como esta? Bien, bien. You know, I figured this out. I've got, I've got this thing figured out. Uh, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's super simple, super, super, super simple. We're going to use our, uh, our civic rights and duties. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. They don't give it. They don't care. No, uh, they do not care. Uh, you know, somebody who is that good, I think we need to have those people down here teaching this Common Core math. Maybe they can get these kids to <laughs> excel in their classes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
if those guys now look, I'm not the sharpest, you know, knife in the drawer, but I, I will. I'll, I'll open you up now. So, what, 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 what's the problem? Well, I know the problem. They're greedy. Here's my solution. Let's start following the Constitution. I know it's a radical idea. Some people might call me a domestic homegrown terrorist, uh, and they're all idiots because they have no idea what any of that means. Uh, let, let's go back to Congress and let's take the cap that they put on there in the, I forget when they put the cap on, but let's let's go the true representative. Let's, you know, they're fond of the census. Let's get all those uh, congressmen in there. Let's, up, let's, let's build, if we're going to build a new building, then by God, let's build one. You know, we can uh, put those trailers in like they do with those schools that are overcrowded. You put a trailer up there. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll just add the trailers in there. We'll uh, give them a little Wi-Fi because that solves everything, and then they can have those votes. Uh, I want them to be as clogged up as as uh, you know. After you eat a block of cheese, I want them clogged like that. I don't want them to make no more laws. Uh, all I want them to do is pass a budget that's balanced, and then uh, leave me alone. Uh, pass a fair tax, uh, make it to where everybody pays a set amount, and uh, and leave us alone. And then and then I have this radical idea. This is a radical idea. Uh, being in Congress and the legislature is not your job. It's a it's a civic duty. It's more like a chore. Like you know, I have to take the trash out. It's a chore. It's not something that you're meant to enjoy or make a living at. And I think we recruit some of those monies and get it back down to, you know, the average salary. You know, you get 50 grand to go up there. And I don't even know if that's the average salary. Not if you listen to those poor guys talk about it. People are at the, 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 the threshold of poverty. Good. Come on. Get out here and join us. You're supposed to represent us, not lower it over us. And I'm tired of it. Mm. Well, they don't make, like, I know Montgomery is a part-time job. They don't make a lot of money at all. And even in D.C., they don't make a lot of money at all for the time that they put in. But it has turned into a lifestyle. And the Founding Fathers never meant for it to be that at all. Really, they never meant for any lawmaking entity to spend so much time trying to come up with laws. Right. Mm. If you could go for 30 days, 60 days, and go before, you know, before planting season, and then go back to the house, they would probably have a completely different view of it. But they've made it so that it is just a a factory for legislation Mm -hmm. that helps or hurts whoever the uh, the plugged in the elite are it's just a yeah. it's just a big game where they can take taxpayer money and recycle it and redistribute it not necessarily in the socialist uh, model but redistribute it to people who they are won't. vastly wealthy because there is a government to help them be wealthy here's yes. the analogy for how they treat us okay those guys no, that's disparaging to truck drivers. But look, those guys go down. This is how they treat us. They go down to Exmark. They get out the they, they get out the, the blow up doll and the and the pump, and that's how they treat us. They do what they want to. Throw you in the closet until it's time for you to come out and make an appearance and, and pull the lever for them. And, and I'm I'm sick of these people, man. They they. Well, I mean, the it's exactly right. The conservatives. Concerned is, Eric, that we like to, Republicans like to make fun of and harass 
um, black American Democrat voters and say, you voted for Democrats forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and what did it get you? They never deliver what they say they're going to deliver to you. And we are as bad, if not worse, than black yeah. Americans voting for Democrats because we vote for Republican leadership over and over and over and over. Alabama is a great example of overwhelming numbers, supermajority of Republicans in the legislature. And when they go into session, we're all terrified because yeah. we're not yeah. confident in what they believe in or what they're going to do or what they're not going to do. Mm. And so we don't, we don't get any better deal. So true. Yeah. Well, you know, they're scared that the Democrats, we had the presidency, both houses of the legislature, and couldn't get anything done because the Democrats were just too powerful. Right. What are you even talking about? Are you are you so dumb? Are you, you getting smoke rolled up your pipe so much that you think that we believe that crap? They're full of it. I mean, see, this was this is what the problem is, in in my opinion. They're incentivized to keep going on doing this. Once you're in the game, you're in the game, and they got something on you, or they don't have something on you, and you're just greedy, or you just don't think it matters to anybody. But I'm tired of these people having their hand in my daily life, in my pocket and trying to make decisions for me that they don't even believe themselves. They espouse one thing and then turn right around and do the other thing. I'm sick of them. Hey, I, I got an idea. What if, what if we just, like, for every other year, or, I don't know, for two years in a row, anyway, we Our can team. only remove laws. <laughs> That'd be a good hey. Yeah, just get I rid of some it. old ones. Yeah. No, There's some really stupid things like the Department of Education. Let's just let's just strike that. Yeah. Let's just be done with it. Will it be like Texas and only meet how often? Every other year. Every other year. Are they, are they, do yeah. they still do the every other year? I, I think so. so. Alabama used to do every other year. Yeah, well, I would be should. totally for should that. Should go back to that. Mm -hmm. The budget just had to be good for. I guess I can't remember how they told me they did the budget. I don't know if it was able to grow a certain percentage or if you just went ahead and passed a budget for two years, but. It would definitely help if there was less time to do bad things. The problem is the special interest would just double down on how important their bad things were. So, But maybe, maybe the public would, would understand a little better then. I'll give you the last word, Eric. All right. I think they should pass one more law and then not be allowed to pass any more laws. That Congress shall pass no law that they can exclude themselves from at oh, all. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> I don't know how many times they actually do that. Like, it was so long that everybody believed that they were excluded from Obamacare. And they're not. They're under Obamacare. Now, the, 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 the bad part is the bureaucrats and the people that work for them are excluded in some fashion, in some way. They have a really good deal. But the congressmen, to prove that they were, quote-unquote, pure, they pay tremendous amounts. This is insurance. reminding me. I was gone, but whatever happened with the health care in Montgomery, the retired Montgomery health care, or uh, that still has settled. Um, it will be changed from Blue Cross to the uh, the new system. The uh, mayor uh, overrode it, vetoed it, and the council uh, did not override the mayor's veto. So that went through. So, the so they had the through. meeting. Yes, they had the meeting while I was gone, and nothing changed. We're nope. done. Nope, that's, that's official. The change is occurring okay. now. They had a memo. Yeah, they had a memo that said, bend over and grab your ankles. Here comes your new insurance. <laughs> Hope you <laughs> enjoy Thanks, it. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Adios. <laughs>
And that was a lovely analogy with the yeah. blow-up doll. Yeah. Well, you really uh, have to compliment. Well, it uh, seems appropriate, though. I'm just going to say. Just drag it out. Try, you? Try, to, try to unthink yeah. that. Yeah. We'll be back. Welcome back in the program, everybody. Where is Reseda? California. California. Is that what it is? Everything named Ida is California. Is that Los Angeles? Is it? Somewhere um, in California. It's just in California. It's like a foreign country. That's fine. I was just wondering. I've heard that song. And uh, Are you starting to like Tom Petty a little bit? No. I was going to say, I hate that song. Yeah. Uh, sounds a little fast car-ish, it's doesn't like, it? Yes. It's only... Well, like, uh, of course, that uh, was one of my songs. If I went to sleep, man. I'd just sleep. Hey, uh, can we... Free forming. Guys, free falling. Free falling. Free can falling? We, could we perhaps instead play like Phil Collins in the air tonight? Oh, that's Only the part one. that goes... Do, 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 yeah, but we could like... All the like 10 minutes clip before in that ramp that. up. Or we'll just do yeah. the... You ever the, notice that you never see Charlie Brown and Phil Collins together? That is... Think about that's it. That's true. Think never have. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's go to Dennis. I just get it. Dennis, welcome That's to the program. Funny. Thank you for listening. Yeah, Thank you, Dennis. Uh, Boom. What's up, man? You, you, you throw a little, uh, throw a little uh, Johnny Winter up in there, bro. Oh, now we're talking. We got a rock yeah, and roller on the Johnny line. Everybody stand by. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, ha happy to you guys. I what? What insurance company? Tell me a little bit about the American, whatever it was, Antwerp, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the switch over. Okay, the city of Montgomery retirees had Blue Cross insurance. Mm -hmm. And I understand they were very pleased with it. Um, and then the mayor in what, nobody was aware of it, apparently. Uh, the mayor and the city switched over to uh, a contract with the Amwins Group which is uh, the supplemental insurance. That's provided by United American. Okay. So it's United Healthcare? No, 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 no. United American. Else? Whatever that is. What the heck is. is that? I don't know. But they're the ones who got the contract, and um, the city council um, made, a, made a run at it. Uh, then the mayor vetoed it, and then the city council failed to override the mayor's veto, so it's official. Switch was made. To uh, Amwins, which is provided by United American. But it only applies okay. to those 65 and older, correct? The ones that have retired from the city, that's correct. Yes, okay. Yes, yeah, only retiree. That's right. Okay. Right. United well, American well, Insurance I Company, colon, Medicare Supplement. So. Mm. It, okay, so if, if it's a Medicare Supplement, is it, is it a type of advantage plan or is it a non advantage plan? Dennis, we are not that old. We don't know. <laughs> too shady, sir. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just I don't know. That's uh, a great question. Well, um, I'm I'm looking the, for answers the, the, now. The difference between the two is, if it's an advantage plan, uh, I would imagine they're not going to be too pleased with what that's going to happen with that because mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's a lot of red tape that they'll have to go to to get certain procedures. Where mm -hmm. as if it was a non-advantage plan, how it would cost a little bit more. Uh, but it's a little bit more freer to, to, and most doctors are more acceptable to the non-advantage type plans uh, than this than this is. But if it's a, if it's an advantage type plan, and I was on the retirement list, I know who I would not be voting for next time around. Right. That's right. I, I and let me guess. ask you this, Dennis, and and everybody: um, have have the the blue dots cities? 
begun to realize that they can't pay all the bills that they promised people way back when they were transforming the cities into blue dots? You know, and I'm saying and is this a I'm cost saying, savings? I'm seeing more and more of that rhetoric, Scott, that you just mentioned. Yes, uh, and I'm sure you are too throughout the news. You're seeing, you're seeing some of the left wing news trying to back up a little bit. And it's almost like a, a CYA type position they're in right now. Because mm-hmm. they know that they're going to suffer in the next elections if, if they don't get some election things in place that will protect them and allow them to uh, bring in potential voters that should not be voting. You know? So, yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's yeah, I, you know, in answer to your question, what I'm seeing is what you're seeing. You know, yes, I sir. feel it's the same. I feel it's the same thing. So. Hey, hey, Dennis, before we go, uh, what's the name of your, your business again, your woodworking um, business? Oh, that's, that's uh, S&D Custom Woodworking. S&D Custom uh, Woodworking. Yeah. Still enjoying uh, what, you, what you made for me, man. That's pretty. Well, well I'm glad you did. And, and, and uh, we don't, you didn't have to plug me again, but I appreciate that. that was, <laughs> don't mind. I'm glad you like it. But thank you so much, uh, uh, Sky. Yeah, I hope you man. enjoy it.